2: This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
3: Okay, welcome to the show. It is Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius 80 ESPN2, ESPNU, the ESPN app, and all of our great stations across the country on a salmon-colored Thursday. <laughs> all three of us, if you're watching on the TV side, on you, on two, or on the app, on plus, we all have like a salmon orange pink Kind of get up, and none of us planned this.
0: No, we did not do this on
3: purpose. This is a weird color to all by accident walk into. Like if we were all wearing black or blue or gray yeah. or white, okay, makes sense. We all kind of have a pink, salmon, orange feel today.
0: This might be evidence that we're spending too much time together because we're sharing a brain now. We're well, though, wearing the same thing on the same day.
3: I'm looking at it on the on our monitors it doesn't look like the same color. It looks like the shade is the same.
0: Well, TV'll a lot to you sometimes, kind of oh, like yeah. they'll say you're ten pounds heavier on TV. You That's know, true. You know, I'm, I'm twenty. A, I'm, I'm a ste- <laughs> ste- kind of stealthy, you know, even though you're I'm stealthy. I'm stealthy. I'm a stealthy 350 pounds. You I don't know how
4: you guys are feeling, but I'm loving Salmon Thursdays.
0: Salmon Thursdays. That's now a thing. You know why yeah, I'm yeah. not loving Thursday today? Why? Because I had a New York moment yesterday. Why? What happened? Well, any New Yorker knows this. If you live in an apartment, you're gonna have your issues. Mm-hmm. So my issue happened last night, oh, and. and <laughs> (laughs) I'm in my living room watching TV with my folks, and we hear this loud sound coming from one of the secondary bedrooms. And come to find out, there is a hole in the wall, and it's spewing out water with this, this dark black substance. And so we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So come to find out, the plumbers were at my neighbor's house next door, and they were trying to unclog a sink. They ended up breaking the pipe in the sink and the pipe bust through the wall. I had sanitation crews at my apartment all night long just trying to clean the secondary bedroom. No, it doesn't stink but it's just awful because you've got these heaters in there they had to rip up the floor because Oh no. You know, it's it's kitchen water and it's just it's it's just disgusting and it's absolutely You're in awful. a way
3: better mood than I would be in. By no, the way, yeah, let me
0: <laughs> let me just say one thing But on that's me. a New York moment. Every New Yorker has had to deal with something along those lines. Oh, if yeah. you live in an apartment, that's a part of uh, being a New Yorker. That's that's your indoctrination into New York. For all of the great things that come along with living in the city, you gotta deal with that kind of stuff, Smalls. Oh yeah. Just like wearing slides to work and then putting the pumps on you know just up. because of all the work walking you gotta do. Last night was my New York moment. Just uh, another one of those things that reminds you that New York is not necessarily the easiest place to live.
3: No, But if uh,
4: you can make it here, you can make it anywhere.
3: A few, right. But a few things <laughs> off of that. F- first, let me, on behalf of Javante Lawrence, one of our producers, say humble brag moment again. <laughs> one of our secondary bedrooms. <laughs> and you didn't say
5: second bedroom.
3: <laughs> you put an estimated plural at the end. So that's on behalf of Javante. There I see we you, go. Javante. Here we go. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing. It's interesting when you have people in and out of your house. So I'm getting a bathroom fixed right now. and in Good my, luck with that, by the way. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden I see and I have all the cameras outside of my house. I've set them all up so we have all the security and everything like that. And I see, like, I see motion out of this angle that like, you never see motion out of. I'm like, what is going on? And I start looking out and there's a guy walking out of the woods. And I was like, wait a minute. That's the guy that's fixing the bathroom. What is he doing? I realized he did not ask to go to the bathroom in the home. In another bathroom, he went in my woods. <laughs> this coming off of peop- I had people at my house on Saturday and one of the my friend has a little kid, he's 3. He goes in the back and just pees on the lawn. Wow. Why can't people just say, "Hey, can I use your bathroom?" Why is that a hard thing to do?
4: People are asking at my place. I don't. I don't know what's in the air
3: over where you live. I don't understand. The guy was in the woods going to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> no, but the fact that you trust him to come back in the house and continue working is the one that's surprising me. What am I supposed me. to
3: do? I said to my wife, "Does he know he could use the bathroom? Like what? What's happening? Clearly, here? something's off with him. He must think that's yeah. the only bathroom. Now yeah. that's my humble brag. All right, Javante. I have more than one bathroom <laughs> in my home. But the the are you okay if you have a house with people going to the bathroom in the woods like that or in your lawn? No. Why, Neither would you, am I.
0: why would you be okay with that? That's like not normal. Kids. I, I agree. That's I think that's normal. awful.
3: No,
4: one hundred percent. I'm using the woods in that situation.
0: Oh, why is that? One hundred
4: percent. It's just easier.
1: You're well, already. Why you How ask? is it
0: easier than asking to go to the restaurant? Yeah, because then I got to like talk
4: to a whole person. Then it's a whole thing. I'll just go. Uh, there's a tree right there. Boom. Done.
3: Easy. So you, uh, theoretically, you were in. You're in someone's home. You're hired to do a job in the home. I mean, you you have done real estate a million yeah, times well, over, yeah, exactly. right? So one of the guys or gals that you hire to work, that's their job, they're a professional, they're great at their job – wouldn't you want them to ask the homeowner, can I use the bathroom? Yeah, I,
0: I feel like that's a perfectly normal thing for human beings to do. Like, everybody understands you're a human. I'm not going to human shame you and say you got to go somewhere else to use the bathroom. I and mean, I would let the use the, use the damn bathroom. bathroom. Go ahead the use fact it. that you wouldn't ask me to use the bathroom lets me know that something is off with you socially. Oh, yeah. And at that point, I don't know if I'm comfortable with you being in my space.
4: Correct. And I don't know, Evan, what's happening with your guy because when contractors worked on my house, they were using the secondary bathroom the entire time. Are you time. putting
3: this on me? Is I'm, that what you I'm just, just saying, maybe you
4: intimidated him. And I don't he even didn't think the guy. I'm here <laughs> all day.
3: I don't even. I don't even know what the guy looks like. All I saw was a camera with the guy in the woods. All of a sudden, I don't know. People get tweeted at me at EBCO Radio. Is it normal for people to pee in your woods, in your lawn, whatever it may be? Because I've never seen anything like that. And then I started to go where you just said. Thanks a lot, Smalls. I started to feel guilty. Are we not welcoming to these guys? We offer them food and drinks constantly. They're in our house every day. I guess I'm not welcoming enough. Man, oh man. That wasn't the only thing that got me upset yesterday. I'm not the biggest of Aaron Rodgers fans. I'm no longer a hater. But I tell you, his Instagram post that he put out, we finally have word from Rodgers, actually made me side with Smalls a little bit and start to feel badly for him a little bit the way in which he posted it so i'll read it to everybody uh, at aaron rogers 12 thank you to every person that has reached out called texted dm connected through a friend etc it has meant a ton to me and i'll try to get back to all of you soon i'm completely heartbroken and moving through all of the emotions but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as i begin the healing process today the night is darkest before the dawn and i shall yet I shall rise yet again, proud of my guys, 1-0. and 0. Canty is rolling his eyes, shaking his head. I had a moment of being a human being and not looking at him as number eight. Why are you laughing on no, this one, No, I CC? mean, he
0: had me right up until he channels his inner dark night and say it's always <laughs> darkest before the dawn. What what are you, Christian Bale? Are you, are you, are you Batman? Like, I, I didn't need that aspect of it, albeit true. I just... I don't know. With Aaron Rodgers, it feels like this is a little something extra on top of it. Now, everybody's heart breaks for him because of how invested he was in this upcoming season, how he ingratiated himself with his teammates, with the fan base, with the city, how he's been a part of shifting the culture in the organization. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most losing franchises over the last decade in all of sports, the longest playoff drought in North American team sports. And yet, in this moment... I can't help but think of what's next for the New York Jets, which is Zach Wilson trying to resurrect his career as a starting quarterback in this league and potentially a future franchise quarterback for the New York Jets. Now, I know that there are a lot of people that are skeptical on whether or not he's going to be able to do that. But if it's going to happen for Zach Wilson, this is the most opportune time. This is the best chance that he's going to get. Now, spinning that forward to what happens with Aaron Rodgers' future with the New York Jets, I think it's yet to be determined. It sounds like Rob Sala is leaving the door open for him to return in 2024, but I don't know that Aaron Rodgers coming back to play for the Jets in 2024 should be an Aaron Rodgers decision.
3: But you took that as as him announcing, basically, I am going to try to come back, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. And you took that the same way, Smalls? Absolutely. When okay. he says,
4: I will rise again, to me, that says, I'm in a dark place right now, but I'm going to rehab this thing, and we're going to be back at it next year.
3: Yeah, I, it's interesting that you went to Zach Wilson on that, because you. it's not that you have no sympathy, but he lost you. He lost you throughout that statement of having – like, I'm like, wow, there is human emotion in this. Like, I, I try my best as a member of the media – but also someone that is a fan, mm-hmm. to not just look at people like you as 99, right? I, I try to look at athletes the best I can as people, right? But we get, we get high and low based on our fandom, right? And so Aaron Rodgers, to me, I've always looked at as number that number 12 ain't as good as the other number 12, yeah. Brady, right? And yesterday was the moment for me. I'm like, well, he is a real person. He's put everything into this. This has got to be crushing for this guy. And then he lost you. He
0: lost me at the end <laughs> of it. Like, it's just, I, I just, I can't, I can't deal with the Like, mellow, I'm trying to side with I you can't when deal you're going with the melodrama. I'm right there with him as a former player. I understand the heartbreak. You invest so much into getting ready for 17 opportunities in the fall. That's it. You work out the entire calendar year mm-hmm. for 17 opportunities in the fall. That's all that you want as an athlete, a chance to display your talents, your gifts in front of the largest audience that the NFL has to offer. And Aaron Rodgers, at the end of his Instagram post, has to go all dark night on us. I I didn't think that that was necessary. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's the whole point. Like, I didn't need need that aspect of it. He added an extra layer to it. I want to humanize him. I want to focus on the heartbreak that he's going through. And then he goes and says something like that. But... All seriousness, I just look at where the Jets are at right now, and I understand the pressure that's on Joe Douglas and Rob Sala, and I don't think that the future at the quarterback position is solely dependent on whether or not Rodgers wants to come back and play for the Jets. Like, we all recognize that this guy is going to be a Hall of Famer. I understand that. But we don't know that it's a Hall of Fame quarterback that's coming back off of this Achilles injury. We don't know what version of him is going to show up in his age 41 season which is what it would be in 2024. So if there's no guarantee that he's going to stay healthier than what he was this year and or he's going to be as productive as we've seen him in the past three or four years, then why would you commit as an organization to Aaron Rodgers when there could be other quarterbacks that have less risk associated with them even though the upside might not be as great?
4: A lot, a lot of things to unpack here. First of all, a I of I, I like the Dark Knight comment at the end because I can't even imagine where my headspace would be if I had worked so hard towards something and it was so viciously taken away from me so quickly. And... When I read that, I was thinking this is probably what he has to think in order to attack the rehab that he's about to endure, attack the season where he has to be on the sidelines with his teammates, watching them go out and try to win a Super Bowl when he was supposed to be their leader. Of course you're going to have to channel some dark night or something that's bigger than you to be able to put this all into perspective. So I didn't mind that at all. Mm. And I also think it's a great opportunity for Zach Wilson, maybe – he didn't expect it to happen so quickly, but if you want to prove you're the guy, there is no better chance than right now on a team that is built to win for you to step in and prove that you can get it done. You know what? Oh, I, I also think, by the way, I would, regardless of whatever happens with Zach Wilson, I would still rather take my chance next year with Aaron Rodgers Agreed. with a lot of unknown quantities about his health rather than anybody else. I well, agree.
0: here's the thing. I, I mean. I, I I hear what you're saying, but the opportunity cost and passing on some of the quarterbacks that might be available either via trade or free agency next year just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you have an opportunity – Who's to say that the Los Angeles Rams, depending on their season, won't move off of Matt Stafford? They wanted to renegotiate the contract. He didn't want to restructure. Okay, that might be a potential option after this season. Kirk Cousins is on an expiring contract. The Arizona Cardinals probably moving off of Kyler Murray. There will be quarterbacks that have experience in this league that are a lot younger than Aaron Rodgers that don't have the injury factor to be as concerned about because of the age, and that's the part – that you have to evaluate if you're Rob Sala and Joe Douglas. And to take it a step further, it might not be Rob Sala and Joe Douglas making this decision at all based on how this year goes. Because if this team is not competitive, if they fall out of it relatively early, if we're talking about at the end of October, Halloween, the Jets looking forward to the 2024 draft, then guess what? It ain't going to be Joe Douglas making the draft picks. And it won't be Rob Sala making the player visits. It'll be a new head coach. It'll be a new general manager. So their commitment to Aaron Rodgers at this stage is irrelevant to what the organization is ultimately going to do.
3: It's an interesting theory that that may come to fruition here that maybe Rob Sala, the head coach, and Joe Douglas, the GM, may have bought themselves another year because this is not the full evaluation. No. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And, you know... Smalls, when you're talking about how it was taken away so quickly, I immediately went to us thinking about, hey, we have this unbelievable opportunity. We're on this show, on on Unsportsmanlike every single day here on ESPN Radio. This unbelievable platform that we are fortunate enough to have worked our butts off to get. And then all of a sudden a weekend, we have a vocal cord issue and God forbid we can't speak, and it's just taken away from us right? because of injury, not because of something we did wrong, that is a heartbreaking moment. But if we say that, and then we put a movie quote at the end, one guy will not be okay with that over here. You're damn, you're damn right. Even if it's taken away from us, it doesn't matter. Coming up, who is the most polarizing quarterback in the NFL, and is he playing tonight? We'll get to that next on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio.
1: so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot
2: This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
3: It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN two, ESPNU, U, ESPN app. If you want to see Salmon Thursday, all of us wearing shades of salmon, you can tweet at us at Unsports ESPN, at Evco Radio, at Chris Canty99, at M Smallman, and give us a call at Triple Eight Say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. By the way, tweets coming in on the uh People going to the bathroom in the backyard? Yeah. Yeah, so just a couple of them, and then we're going to get into this Kirk Cousins uh, conversation. Travis tweets in, maybe Buddy was just being respectful and didn't want to destroy uh, your bathroom. Okay, wonderful. That's uh, pleasant. I don't think that's the case here. The guy going to the bathroom in my backyard. Other people are are tweeting out the gif of um, – Scott Stanley tweets out the gif of, from um, – from uh, Adam Sandler movie. Oh, my God. Big Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Big Daddy with the little kid just peeing all over the place. Yeah,
0: no, hold on. Let's go back to the first tweet. He didn't want to destroy your bathroom. He, he thought you were going to he, – He's going to go blow up your bathroom?
3: You don't understand what he's saying? No, I know exactly what <laughs> okay. he's saying,
0: but it's better. It's more respectful to blow up in the woods.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm hoping that's not what he right?
0: did. Right? That's, like, that's what I'm asking. Like, oh, oh. <laughs>
3: Wait, you that's, just put something else in my head. No, but that's what I'm— Because I'm assuming— but, th- but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm assuming— If you're assuming, going to the
0: woods and you're just going, you know, let's water out. Okay, that's one thing, but if you're, like—
3: <laughs> I never went to that place. But that's but where that's he's going. He's talking means, about blowing up the yeah. bathroom. Okay, so now i got to go check the woods today. Why no, you might you not want to go it? check the woods. You might, you, not, check you might it? not. You might not want to go back there, cuz. Why would you ever want right, to go check it? Right, right, I never
0: wanted. to know I what that. What did it, I just say? I just want to be clear. I was I trying to figure said,
3: out what he was doing. Or but he's but like, I just said I wanted to walk over there, and that is the worst thing I've ever said in my life. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, my it God. It's not like you, you said it to millions of people or anything. Oh, wow. All right, anyway. Vikings and Eagles play tonight, Thursday night football. This is a sneaky, massive game. I, I know that sounds crazy, but and it's week two. I think we sleep on what the Vikings are right now because I think the Vikings are a little bit more of a rebuild on the fly than we realize. Think about this offseason of mainstay guys that are no longer there. Eric Kendricks, very good linebacker for them for years. Now with the Chargers. Adam Thielen, big-time wide receiver for years. Now with the Carolina Panthers. Dalvin Cook, big-time running back for years. Now with the Jets. Patrick Peterson, big-time defensive back for years. Now with Pittsburgh. And it all leads us back to Kirk Cousins and whether or not he's the guy. And I think that he is probably the most polarizing quarterback in the entire NFL. If we were to open up the phones and talk to you out there at 888-SAY-ESPN and just simply ask one question, is Kirk Cousins good I think literally we'd be split all across the board. And the answer is clearly yes. And that he's probably an upgrade over most quarterbacks in the league, CC, But the Vikings may not be going anywhere.
0: Yeah, and that's the crazy part about trying to evaluate Kirk Cousins and what his value is to the franchise moving forward. Because we know one thing. Kirk Cousins is going to win at the bank. (laughs) Kirk Cousins, what, what he's had, $230 million in career earnings. 228 of it has been fully guaranteed. Kirk Cousins is going to get his bag. He's a lead at that. No question about it. And so if you're Minnesota, unless you're talking about having a season where your team can be in the mix for a playoff spot, potentially winning the NFC North, then do you want to commit long-term to Kirk Cousins now? The answer to that is probably no. If the front office was going to do something with Kirk, it probably would have already been done by now. So now you're in this in-between zone where you're trying to evaluate him and you know it's not necessarily the best roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball, in order to do that.
4: Kirk Cousins is an enigma, which is why he's so hard to evaluate. You know that he's accurate. You know that he's tough. You know that he's a great teammate. We saw all of that in the Netflix quarterback series. Um, I thought that, that was a really great look into. I
0: loved Kirk Cousins in that he series, right? He was the right? star. He
4: was the star he's of that like series. like, if people
0: see him walking on water, they'll say he's just because he couldn't swim. That's Absolutely. what his haters would say. I love that about Kirk Cousins, seeing his personality. Yeah. I remember him on the plane, wearing yep. his shirt off, with he's all the great. chains on. It's one of, he's one of those guys that his teammates love they playing love with. They love him. It's just that when it comes to the fans and when it comes to front office evaluators, they're not sure what to make of him, but he's a guy over the last 8 years that has had 7 4,000 yard passing seasons and he's always going to give you 25 to 30 touchdown passes. And limited interceptions. And limited interceptions. Like he's really good. Yeah, but but he also lost to Daniel Jones in a wild card round at home. That's the problem. And it's the
4: primetime games that are the issue. He's played in 18 primetime games, whether it's Monday, Sunday, or Thursday night, and he's 8 and 10 in those games. So he'll give you the numbers. You know that he's an effective quarterback but you have to, and they discuss this on the show, when the lights are the brightest, can he step up and consistently get the job done? And more often than not, he hasn't done it, which is why he's such an enigma.
0: Yeah, but we're in a quarterback star of league. There are always uh, what a fourth of the league that's looking for an upgrade at the quarterback spot. I was just doing the exercise yesterday when we were having a conversation about this game coming up tonight, and I could name off the top of my head 12 teams where Kirk Cousins is a clear and obvious upgrade off of the quarterbacks that they already have in place.
3: 12! And we will get we will get to that. Think about
0: that. Think about that. That's how... That's how Kirk. That's how I guess. That's how productive Kirk Cousins has been, but in looking at when you we're looking at him when you're trying to match uh, might compare him to teams and court teams that have quarterbacks like the Philadelphia Eagles, like Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. it, it, it you know that Kirk can't be the difference in that game in terms of you being able to win it, and I guess that's the part where teams are always trying to find a way to move on or upgrade from what he brings to the table.
3: So we will get to that list. I want to get to that list. But we put the poll question up already at Unsports ESPN. Is Kirk Cousins good? Because, and maybe great is, is where people go in terms of like he's not great. But there's a lot of people that would say, I don't want him on my team. I think he's the most polarizing quarterback in the league. I think there are more people that think he's good and bad than anybody else. Well, here's the thing the Minnesota Vikings are going to have to make a decision on Kirk Cousins. They're, they can't
0: franchise tag him after this season because it would be cost prohibitive. I want to say the tag, because it's a 20% increase on your salary for the 2023 season, it would be around $50 million bucks, something something like that. They can, they're not going to tag him. And so are you going to extend Kirk Cousins or are you going to trade Kirk Cousins? That's what the front office has to decide. Those are their options. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're Kirk Cousins, you're in a good spot but you might not be in the spot that your career is going to continue in. And that, to me, is the interesting part about the 2023 season for the Vikings because I can see a world where they're entertaining the possibility of trading Kirk Cousins before the deadline.
4: But then if you're the Vikings, the question becomes who is going to – Replace him and are they better than him? Do we start over? Do we draft somebody? Because I don't know if there's going to be anybody else that's available to them that's going to be better than Kirk Cousins or be a clear upgrade from Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And that's why they get in this conundrum.
3: They, there may be guys that are more in line with their other skill guys in terms of age, right? They have Justin Jefferson, they have Jordan Addison, they have TJ Hawkinson now. Like, that's their big three. Man, no <laughs> that, that's a so great good. big three. But Cousins is obviously way older than those guys. So I think that there is, I, I'm telling you, I've said this. You guys know I've said this. I'll continue to reiterate. I would take the under on the Vikings. They went so many close games last year and I think they are a sneaky on the fly rebuild team and if the if the option is there for them to maybe move Kirk Cousins, I could see them doing it. It's a twi- I believe we can double check on this. It's a $20 million million pro-rated incoming cap hit, $48 million dead cap hit. So for the incoming team, it's not as expensive as ev- expensive as you would think. It's more expensive for the Vikings to remove him. From the team. So we will get to more on the Kirk Cousins conversation in just a little bit. And tonight may not be a must win, right? Because it's week two, but it's a definitely can't lose for one team tonight, maybe, and for other teams this weekend. We'll get to that. Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you
2: shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God.
3: Yeah. Now you got it in my head, Javante. <laughs> it is. That's sports like here on ESPN Radio. 8, 8 say ESPN. Presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPN2, ESPNU, Sirius XM Channel 80. Yes, I revealed today that over the last week, two different people used my lawn slash woods in my backyard as a bathroom.
1: <laughs> one that was a
3: house guest and one that's working on the house. And, uh, yes, it is out on Twitter, at of radio on Sports ESPN, at ESPN Radio, at ChrisCandy99, at M. Smallman. Is it normal for house guests slash people working within your house to pee on your lawn? Uh, 76% say no. Uh, what we have uncovered is it may have not been uh, somebody playing point guard. Yeah, it may, it it may was, have been a shooting guard. It wasn't the one. It may have been the two. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the biggest thing. Like you said, was it was it magic or it Michael?
0: Was, you're saying it's two people. Was it like, like I'm just trying to figure out?
4: You also buried the lead where you said you were going to go out in the yard and check. No, no,
3: small. <laughs> you did yes, say that. Yes. That came out of your mouth. Right. Roll back the tape, right? We heard what, it. But what I meant on that was more so: Do I have to double check as to what, make had happened, sure. what had yeah, happened? What happened was I bring my <laughs> own facility like Game of <laughs> Wayans, and And let me oh, you don't know that character? That's more
0: money. Come on, small. No, Fine. it's in living color. Well, it was in Mo
3: Money. In Mo, but when Mo, he Mo plays Mo Mo. the homeless guy yeah. and he br- walks around with a pickle jar? Yeah. My dad and I literally to this day die of laugh. I bring my own facilities. Mm-hmm. And he's literally holding a pickle jar. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, that's Yes. Okay, no, right. I thought you had something before we're going to get to this uh, can't lose. No, I
0: forgot about it. I mean, I, I just you completely threw me off the rails with, with, with that comment. Oh,
3: I think Javante did. <laughs> <laughs> Dropped a bomb on me. I well, think I mean, Javante. You're,
0: you're the one that said you wanted to go out in the woods and check. That's right.
5: I, we heard that.
3: That was said, but not meant, but yes. Okay. All right. There's no way around that. That was said. All right, so do we believe there I mean, is? You a... let them back in your house. That's the that, that's the
0: part that doesn't make sense. Bizarre.
4: And by the way, <laughs> if you're working on the house, don't you realize there's cameras everywhere? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 2023. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah. Watch Dateline.
3: The, the, this guy can't get did away not with anything. Care so obviously. So. Anyway, um, so where's the
0: roll of toilet paper out in the woods?
3: Oh, good call. I have to search for missing toilet paper <laughs> right. now. Evan, avoid a- the backyard. Right. Do not go out there. I live there, Smalls. <laughs> what you, I have two little kids. I have a 10 year old and a seven year old. That's why we moved out of the city, is to have a yard. And now it's a porta potty all of a sudden. My yard wow. is a porta potty. What's the deal with my yard? All right, now. <laughs> I don't think we can look at this and say week 2 is a must win, but we're going to look at it and whether or not they can lose. Like is it a can't lose? That is a, there's a difference I guess between a must win and can't lose. Let's go around here. Giants. Is it a can't-lose for the Giants this weekend after falling 0-1, of course, and they have the Arizona Cardinals?
0: Yeah, it's a can't-lose because of who's next on their schedule. It's the San Francisco 49ers in the Bay, and you're talking about a short week. So that's a Thursday game, Ooh. so good luck with that. Like, that's already an L. If we thought the Cowboys turned up the heat on Daniel Jones with 23 pressures, look at what the San Francisco 49ers did to Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had 24 pressures on Kenny Pickett. So I just... I i can't see a world where the New York Giants get off the mat this season if they lose to the Arizona Cardinals. And let's keep in mind, this Cardinals team was awfully scrappy on Sunday against the Washington Commanders. Now, I know I'm higher on the Commanders than most people are. But this is a team that's shown its ability to fight. They do have a quarterback, Josh Dobbs, that has experience. He has some mobility to his game. This is a defense that doesn't mind blitzing and coming after the quarterback. So... If you're the New York Giants, you have to be prepared to go in there and make sure you get a win. And that's why I think this is a sneaky big spot for them Mm -hmm. because they could get caught looking ahead to what they have next in week three. Don't sleep on the Arizona Cardinals. It's a team that everybody thought was tanking coming into the season, but they didn't play like that on Sunday. Maybe organizations tank, but players certainly don't. And a lot of those guys on that Cardinals teams, this might be their only opportunity to show the other 31 teams what they can do. So if you're the Giants, this is not a place where you can roll out your helmet and think you're going to get a win. And that's the biggest concern that I have coming off of what happened on Sunday night.
4: Everything you said about the Arizona Cardinals is correct. You still cannot lose this game if you're the New York Giants, especially coming off getting embarrassed by the Dallas Cowboys in primetime. You absolutely cannot lose this game to the Arizona
3: Cardinals. 100% agree, because what happens if they lose – is that CeCe all of a sudden looks like somebody that was looking ahead and could see the future because he's been questioning Daniel Jones. There's no reason to on the uh, the masses yet if you lose to the Cardinals. Yeah. All right, can't lose this week. It's Monday night. Steelers? Steelers, Browns, Monday night football? I'll kick us off. I'll say the Steelers can afford going 0-2 only because of who their head coach is. Because that head coach never has a losing season. Yeah,
0: I'm not worried about the Steelers. They'll figure it out. And their first loss was to a non-conference opponent. So, yeah, I
3: think they'll be okay.
4: Yeah, same thing. And Cleveland is better than I expected them to be. They really look like they could be a contender. So if the Steelers lose this one, I don't think it's cause for panic.
3: All right, next one. The Denver Broncos, a team that uh, obviously is 0-1 after their 17-16 loss to the Raiders on Sunday. Can the Denver Broncos afford to lose at home against the Commanders, a team that CC is actually higher than on than I think Ron Rivera is. I think CC believes the Commanders <laughs> more than their head coach actually does. Uh, can the Commanders? Uh, sorry, can the Broncos lose?
0: No, they can't lose. I mean, think about who they have in Week Three. They're on the road against Miami, so they're traveling west to east. Are you kidding me? I know they can't lose. Now here's the deal: if you can't beat the Las Vegas Raiders at home, if you can't beat the Commanders at home, then who the hell are you going to beat? Good who are question. you going to beat? You're not beating the Chargers. You're not beating the Chiefs. Who are you going to win against? Uh, I mean, at that point, we're starting to ask serious questions about whether or not Sean Payton and Russell Wilson can work. Now, I have my doubts about this coming into this. It's a arranged marriage. But if you can't take care of your business against the commanders at home and you drop two in a row to open the season at home, then at that point, I don't, I don't know how you salvage the season. I don't know how you fix Russell Wilson.
4: You can't lose this game if you're the Denver Broncos. Outside of Aaron Rodgers and maybe the Cowboys, what was the biggest story this offseason? It was Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, and the comments that he made about the organization and about Nathaniel Hackett. And what was the biggest compliment we had about the Broncos coming in on Monday? That Russell Wilson didn't turn the ball over? Yep. You you can't have that. You absolutely can't have that. If you lose two games in a row, the conversations surrounding Russell Wilson are just going to continue to – you're going to throw many logs on that fire. You can't lose this game. Uh, that,
3: That'll be fine. they got a Hall of Fame quarterback. I believe in him. Yeah, you see, they've got them.
0: a Hall of Fame quarterback, but in 11 of – what is it? 11 of the 16 starts that he's had with the Denver Broncos, they've scored 16 points or less. Is that good? No, that's not good. That, that's the point. That's not good. Thanks, CeCe. Like at some point, like your quarterback, if he's going to be the guy, you got to score some points. And that Hall of Fame
4: declaration is hanging in the balance of. I just. Want oh, you to know. stop! He's Ooh. going no, to the
3: Hall didn't. of Fame, Smalls. You're gonna Ooh. you're gonna be there, front row in Canton. You're gonna induct him. I think.
4: I hope that he does, which means that he's going to have a better chapter this season with the Denver Broncos. But okay. I don't know. I don't
3: Next know. one, a can't lose this weekend. Chicago Bears. I was on yesterday with Cap and Jay Hood, ESPN 1000. They're great. Um, you can't start 0-1 with all the hype that they had all offseason against your biggest rival in the Green Bay Packers, then go on the road at Tampa, a team that we've talked about as not even a sneaky tank, just an overall tank, mm-hmm. and start 0-2. I actually, can I, I'm going to flip this. This is actually a must win. Yep, I said it. Week two, Chicago Bears must. This is not a can't, some of these are can't lose. I actually think this is a must win.
0: I don't know if it's a must-win for the Bears. I think it's a must-win for Justin Fields. And there's a difference because the conversation in Chicago all week long on ESPN 1000 has been how much to blame is Justin Fields for this offense not being able to get it together, for them to be able to get in a rhythm. And so – Justin Fields coming out and saying that the coaching staff thinks he needs to be more aggressive, needs to think that he stop, needs to stop thinking, stop trying to be so robotic and so structured. I think that is the license for him to go out and play free and easy and let his natural talents come out and, and use his skill set to the fullest. And so this is the opportunity, this is the spot to do it against this Tampa Bay defense. At, you saw what Kirk Cousins was able to do in the first half against said defense, lighting him up for 273 passing yards. Go ahead and put your arm to work. Put your receivers to work. DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. This is the time where you need to have a day to show emphatically that you are the answer at the quarterback position. Because remember, they passed on taking a quarterback with the first overall pick and traded with Carolina because they believed in Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. You got to return that confidence in kind with a big day against the Bucks this Sunday.
4: Yeah, we had conversations about the Bears potentially winning that division. You can't come out, lose to your division rival in an unknown quantity and Jordan Love, and then turn around and lose to the Bucks, who are in a clear transition period post-Tom Brady.
3: Speaking of turning around, Cruel Abdullah tweets out of Caradia, One time my forklift driver was so indisposed I loaded materials onto a truck. After a while, uh, I was three feet away from the driver having a conversation with him. He turns around mid-conversation. He's facing away from me. And starts to pee. <laughs> Coming up, could a reality show for one QB equal an announcement for that QB? We'll get to that next on Like on ESPN Radio.
1: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
5: Jewelry
0: isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to
2: find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio.
3: Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. She is Michelle Smallman. He is Chris Canty. I am Evan Cohen. You can watch us on ESPN2, ESPNU, listen to us on all the great ESPN stations across the country and SiriusXM Channel 80, as well as the ESPN app. So it's been reported, not confirmed yet, I guess, but it's probably going to happen, that Matthew Stafford of the Rams is going to be the next quarterback on the quarterback series on Netflix. As I just ruined this microphone. All right, now we're good. Um, (laughs) And I have a theory, okay? I want to pitch a theory to you guys on this. If Stafford gets this gig, if he's featured on a reality show, I wonder if he and his family have looked at this and said, could we be paid to document my final season in the league? Is it crazy to think that Matthew Stafford retires after this season that we're in right now, and the part of, of him, because no other quarterback wants to do this, right? It's not that this show wasn't good. They just don't want people invading their homes during the football season and in the locker rooms, et cetera. I wonder if he's like, how do I document my final season in the league? Oh, this is a way to do it. Let them pay me to be on the show and document it for me. Just a crazy theory. What do you think?
0: He's not walking away from $31 million in cash in 2024. <laughs> like, that was the whole point of him agreeing – well, not agreeing to restructure with the Rams. Like, he wants to make sure he gets all of his money. And right now, they still owe him $31 million in 2024 and $32 million in 2025 before they can get out of his contract. I mean, the dead cat would be prohibitive. Like, if, if they – they can't do anything with Matt Stafford's contract. His dead cap number in 2024 is $86.5 million. Dollars. There's nothing they can do.
3: 25 flips. The Fli- yeah. uh, cap hit is higher than the dead cap. So the, that, so last next year, in theory, would be his last year with the Rams. Well, no, in theory. Uh,
0: well, I'm just saying, his, his dead cap in 2024 is $86.5 million. Dollars. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I know
3: what I'm saying. So he's only going to play one more year for them, if he plays at all, next year. Meaning the 24 season. The That's one i saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like there was enough talk this offseason about him wanting to retire, them potentially trading him, all of the injuries. I just – when I saw that, that was the first thing that came to my mind because guys just aren't interested in doing this for whatever reason.
4: But I – If you look at Matthew Stafford, I think he might be a different case study. His wife is in the public eye. He's in Hollywood. They're in L.A. He made comments this offseason, this preseason, about how difficult it's been to connect with some of the younger players on his team. Maybe this is that avenue for him to put himself out there. They get to watch him. In that space, I, I don't know. To me, it seemed like more of a fit rather than a, a, an exit.
3: Yeah, I, I was just thinking that as soon as I saw that. But why, do you, why CC do guys not want to do this? They don't want to be on the, uh, the quarterback series. They don't want to be on Hard Knocks. What is it about the reality show version of the NFL that used to be the cool thing that guys no longer want to do?
0: Uh, because it's intrusive. There's already a ton of coverage on the NFL. Guys already feel like they live in a fishbowl, and now you want to add this on top of it? where cameras are behind the scenes in your home, in your personal life, seeing how you move and groove. I I can understand why a lot of players don't want to do it just because they feel like they deal with cameras enough that people have too much information on them already. So I, I understand it. But at the same time, I recognize that with Matt Stafford doing it, there's a rhyme and a reason for it. And I think promoting his wife's podcast Mm -hmm. and trying to promote his brand in Southern California where he's kept a home even before he was playing for the L.A. Rams, I think there is a value add for it. And so that's why he's going to open up and do that. Because here's the thing. This is a good launching pad for whatever's next for Matt Stafford after football. I just don't think after football is going to come after 2023. The thing
4: about the – the Netflix quarterback series specifically, why I can't understand why guys wouldn't want to do it is because if you watch the first season, Peyton Manning's behind this. He's the perfect person to put your your story in the hands of. Yeah. He understands the quarterback. He wants to highlight everything you're going through, the the pain you deal with, how you overcome that pain week by mm-hmm. week, the preparation, the, the studying. He wants to show how dedicated you are to your craft and show your family life. If I was going to do anything like that, I would much rather put it in Peyton Manning's hands than Hard Knock's hands, who has to serve HBO. No
0: doubt. And to your point, Pat Mahomes did it.
4: Pat Mahomes did it. Pat
0: Mahomes did. He's the best player on the planet. If Pat Mahomes can do it, then no other player is above doing
3: it. You know what's interesting though about the Peyton Manning thing? I'd rather them flip the camera around. I'd be more interested right now in watching Peyton post football on a reality show than I would be Matthew Stafford. And it's not a knock on Matthew Stafford. I'd love to see Peyton move and groove. How they're preparing for the Manning cast, his life, all the businesses he's involved in. I know he's involved in like sports cards so now. Are you, are you pitching a new show for? Yeah, ESPN? turn the camera around. <laughs> Just turn the camera instead of going like. This, flip it around, Peyton. Do the selfie <laughs> mode or whatever it is. Wouldn't you? I mean, if, if I said to you right now, one person in and around the NFL, a reality show on that person, who would you want to see it on? Marshawn Lynch. Oh, okay so there's a, good one. Lynch. there's a good one I want
0: to know what he's doing nailed
4: it <laughs> but I just want a day in the life just yeah, exactly. a day in the life and I
0: actually want to hang out with him Me though too. like Me I want to be there with him while we're going through this absolutely when, when Marshawn I like wakes up I don't, know that his... we might, I don't know that we would remember it but I by think
3: the, it'd the way, would a good time, a good time, time. but it'd I, be know, a great time easy Marshawn... sponsor with Skittles that's for there sure there you go
4: but what's Marshawn Lynch's morning routine like yeah. Does he have one? It
3: starts at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I is just morning want routine. to know
4: what he's doing. <laughs> he ain't up That's this early. That's a really good one.
3: Post football? No way he's up this early. But is there anyone else that you would want to see? Like, what, if I said to you there's a Jerry Jones reality show. All the stuff he says, all the weird things he's involved in, you would not would you watch that? I would want to watch it. Probably not going to be a second season, but I would want to watch <laughs> it. Fine, yes. Oh. I would watch it. Oh, yeah. I don't know what.
4: Yeah. <laughs> if we could Maybe get. Maybe a second episode if they <laughs> right, really him. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if we could get real, unfiltered access, I would love to watch A Day in the Life of Roger Goodell. Really know what these conversations are like the behind the scenes. Because. The NFL rules everything in this country. It is the driving force. It's the gravitational pull of our sports world. And I would love if we could actually see behind the scenes of what some of these conversations are like. Oh, yeah, would I, would, I would
0: absolutely love it. No, it would never happen. It would which never is why we happen. Want to see it? Right. You know? Which is why I want. Like, it's like it. big, like the Roger Goodells and the owners yes. and their secretive meetings, yes. like all of that stuff behind the like. They're like the mafia. Basic. In a lot of ways, like it's like they're like you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like behind the scenes. Like oh, I remember yeah. when they were dealing with collective bargaining agreement issues and they would literally fly to an airport
3: and meet on the tarmac. Oh yeah. Who does that? You probably uh, have done that a couple of no, times. No, I, I haven't <laughs> done that. Cool. You know who like, does that? Daryl Morey and James Harden do that. They, Look they, how that they, worked out. Yeah, but you part, know what exactly. I want?
4: I want a Seth Wickersham piece, but with cameras in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? How Seth always gets all of the gritty details behind the scenes. Yeah. I want like when the Rams Move from St. Louis to LA. It was a secret vote. It was the first time in the history of the NFL that the owners had a secret vote. vote. Seriously. I want cameras in that. I want to know the mechanism and how the NFL is the power that it is. All
0: right, we want to hear from you guys. NFL owners are the Dons, and then the underboss is Roger Goodell. No, Jerry Jones is
4: the Don. So Jerry Jones is the Don. He is running it. The, the he is running
0: bosses it. are the other owners, and Goodell is the capo. Got there you it. go. Let's Got hear it.
3: from you guys on this at eight 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 Say ESPN. There we go. <laughs> we know that Matthew Matthew Stafford may be in, but you could pick one person NFL reality show in or around the NFL. Peyton Manning, Jerry Jones, Marshawn Lynch, Roger Goodell have all been thrown out there. You get one person NFL reality show. Who do you want on that show? Coming up.
2: How many QBs are worse than Kirk Cousins? We'll get to that next. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.